You are listening to episode 158 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog 360vegaspodcast.com, click on the Amazon banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I am listening to your docile tones and getting aroused. (laughs) (laughs) What a coincidence, because I was also listening to my docile tones and was getting aroused. (laughs) It's universal. All right, here's a crazy concept that Karen and I had. So we got standard kind of male advertising mm-hmm. bullshit from sure. Veer Towers. But the concept that we had was, we were like going, what if we came up with like, that we got like a studio place there, and it was like mm-hmm. 360 Vegas studio at Veer. I was like going, how, many, how, much, how much money could we make off people who'd want to like have sex in our, in our studio? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're perverse. <laughs> yes. That's true. So we're getting all psyched. We uh, we see, and this is what working from home and being in a warm climate has done to me. Brian, I'm having a party. Oh yeah, it's every day is a, a good time. No, no, I mean I'm literally having a party. I'm having, oh, like right this moment. I'm having people. No, well, not at this moment. Tomorrow. Uh, oh. I mean, well, I don't know when people listen to this. Whenever I get it out, we we had one for the Super Bowl. Is the point? Oh, I see. And uh, uh, we we even got Portillos delivered to us, and, and oh, that's wonderful. Enjoyed a sampling here this uh, this this evening. So. To introduce a few Memphians to uh, Italian beef. Exciting. Yeah, what a wonderful thing it is to. So my birthday was this week, yes. and so we were supposed to go to Chicago last week. We didn't end up going because both Harrison and I came down with a vicious stomach flu, Oof. and so we were more or less incapacitated for Aww. you know three three or four days. It was it was awful, and so. We were supposed to have Aurelio's Pizza in Chicago, which is kind of like, it's it's the pizza I grew up on. You yeah. know, it's uh, you know, it's it's not a Chicago style in that it's you know a thicker, uh, you know, a thicker crust or yeah. stuffed or anything like that. But it's not a deep dish, but it's just good pizza, which yeah. people here in Indiana have no fucking clue what that is. <laughs> uh, and so I was all excited because we were going to have you know my my birthday party at you know at, at this place that I've loved my whole life. Uh, and then we just didn't end up making it, and we were spending the whole weekend on the couch in terrible pain. And Aww. so, what does my wife do? Well, she has Aurelio's delivered, uh, and pays outrageous amounts of money for the shipping because they have to, you know, ship perishable goods and dry ice packed right, you know, containers right. and all that stuff. Uh, so I still got to enjoy my pizza for my birthday. Aww. Yeah, it's amazing. So, in kind of in the same vein as you having something from Chicago uh, in the way of food delivered to you is. I got to enjoy the same kind of thing. So that, th- that that there woman you have is top quality, sir. She's she's a good she's a good kid. She's a keeper. Yep. 
She takes it deep. <laughs> you can is, make of that what you will. Which is required should someone decide to have an extended relationship with you. Yes, yes. Or anything extended. Right. <laughs> Any relationship, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. I believe it's time for Anna Vegas. It is. Las Vegas manzied itself when it broke attendance records for 2014 for the second consecutive year, drawing 41.1 million visitors, up from 39.7 in 2013. We got that from the Las Vegas Sun. It's so funny because they kept going, oh, can they hit 40 million? Can they hit 40 million? Like, fuck 40. I'm just going 41. Yeah, they're going to be looking at 50 in the next few years, I'd say, probably. Well, maybe, I mean, not a few years, but next few to several years. Of, That's guess, what I mean. They've, they've got the room. There is, Vegas does have the potential to expand should demand require it. The problem is if you expand to be able to suit that many fucking people and then you have anything short, it, it'll it'll be more of the bullshit we have to deal with now. We're like, right. oh, we're not doing well. Like, oh, I'm sorry, did you only make $9 billion this year? Oh. <laughs> I feel no sympathy for you people. Right. All right, and how about the Vegas Mint Review this week? This week's review is Jane Public's January 19th review of Puck Pizzeria and Cucino at Aria, three out of five chips. Writes, friendly service with staff and management, but they need to quit effing around with the old items on menu I always came back for. I love the passion. It's yeah. the passion I'm going for there. There's some strong letters there. There's an F. <laughs> um, it's in a capital. I think, right? And I think we all know what that means. Yeah, we do. They need to quit fiddling around. <laughs> That's what that means. So that mean, and she clearly means business. That's right. All right, time for the piece de resistance. Oh. The sweat pick of the week. Thank you. We all know there was a time in Las Vegas when the tallest structures on the strip were neon signage for the various casinos that adorned her. When the word hotel was still used to describe motel rooms, a time when. The view from the top of the strip at the dunes was so unobstructed, you could see the tallest building in the city at the time at 12 stories tall, the Fremont Hotel and Casino mm-hmm. on Fremont Street, in case that wasn't clear. This week's winner from At Summa Corp documents 1968 in Vegas in a way not often seen in color. What makes this picture more interesting is her place in time. When you check out this photo, keep in mind, Circus Circus just opened. Howard Hughes will arrive in November of that year. And Elvis will begin his residency at the International in the following year. Everything in Vegas is about to change. And it arouses me. <laughs> I, there's just some, it arouses me real nice. I don't know what it is. Obviously, I love the city. Obviously, we've done this whole thing. But... I think it's one of the few things in my life where I can look at something and I know I have an advanced knowledge beyond, like I can literally look at this picture and I knew the second I looked at it, I'm like going, wow, this is before this is going to happen. This is going to, like, this is just the beginning. It's like, check this out because everything's fucking changing now. You know, like just just keep, here's a little snapshot of what it used to look like because it isn't going to look anything like this real fucking soon. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a um, phenomenal picture. I think I love that it's in color from, yes. for being as old as it is. Absolutely. As always, we'll link to it on our blog. We'll put it on our Flickr and Pinterest pages, feature it on our Facebook page, Google Plus page. We'll make it our Twitter header, and we will include it on the enhanced version of the show. All right, let's move on to the news.
You can also support the show when you shop at Vegas.com and get discount prices on shows, nightclubs, flights, and just about everything Vegas, including a best price guarantee that will alert you if room rates fall below what you paid. Just go to 360VegasPodcast.com, click on one of the banners, and go about your purchase. If you don't click on the banner, we don't get credit for it. 360Vegas and Vegas.com, everything you need to get ready for your next Vegas trip. All right. This first piece is... You're going to love this story. It's close to my heart. Yeah. Vegas breaks White Castle. I, ho- I hope you don't know this because I cannot wait to tell you about it. Go. Go on. People began lining up two hours before they opened the doors. Yes. Lines wrapped around the back of the hotel and casino, and wait times exceeded three hours at times. All of those individuals must have had serious constipation issues, and they needed <laughs> some kind of relief. <laughs> the store broke company records for single-day sales and served 4,000 burgers an hour for 12 straight hours. Mm-hmm. Demand was so overwhelming that at 1 p.m. Tuesday, despite their hours of operation being 24-7, for the first time in company history, they had to close for a few hours to clean up, restock, and allow workers to, quote, catch their breath. After a two-and-a-half-hour break, they reopened at 3 p.m. Then for the second time in company history, they had to close around 5 a.m. for the exact same reason. They reopened again at 8 a.m. And thus began, Brian, the new era of offensive aroma coming from Casino Royale. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's so offensive. Uh, not that particular sin anyway. That's, I think that's probably the best thing they've got going for it there. I, I promise you there are other properties on this strip immediately looking in to They're like, hey, making hey what, what about us? Yeah. What about us? Yeah. Now, in, oh, a, yeah. in a related story, Casino Royale is once again offering 100 times odds in crafts. <laughs> <laughs> While this is true... I did steal that implied joke from Melts Vegas. I just want to be clear. Oh, that's so good. That was very well, very well applied, though. Totally stole that from him. Oh, that's, it's, it was, the delivery was good, though. Thank you. Thank you. It was very good. I'm not alone in my uh, love for White Castle, clearly. They're fucking good. You know, I live in, I, I live in a small town now, uh, which I don't particularly love, but... Every once in a while, they uh, some some people who are not from here, who are involved in various things, they have some sort of way of arranging for little extra things to be either brought here or done, you know, nice, extracurricular nice. things. And somebody who runs a local radio station here actually organized to have a White Castle food truck. And it was like a legit White Castle yeah, food yeah, truck. Yeah. I've never seen it before. Anyway, they had it here, and uh, apparently the same kind of thing happened. It was like a one-day thing from like 4 to 6, it was here. And uh, apparently it was on, somebody put on Facebook, there was a line, and I swear to God, this fucking line wrapped around this, I I don't know, I I couldn't even see the end of it, it went on so long. (laughs) Uh, People were waiting hours for it. I mean, and there's a fucking White Castle restaurant, like 20 minutes up the road, like when you get on the interstate. Really? It's like 20 minutes up the street. This fucking food truck's in town, people are like, oh shit, we can have, it's, it's in town, we can eat it now. It's so weird to we me. can do this. Yeah, it's really bizarre. And somebody was like, are you going to go go to White Castle? No, I fucking go get it whenever I want. What do you mean? Right. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's, it's a little bit of a drive. Like, But I'm, obviously, I could drive there, eat, come back, and you guys will still be fucking waiting. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's weird. I, like, I, I've made fun, and there's a lot of people that make fun of White Castle. I, I've tried it multiple times. It just, for some reason, doesn't fit my palate. But it's it's undeniable. That it has a, a rabid following, and, and oh, yes. you and I both said this was going to be a fucking 
giant success. Oh, yeah. And yeah. as can be seen, we, we were well, and, that, and, you know, obviously this sort of thing, it, it won't, it's not going to last. Oh, yeah, it'll know, calm it down I mean, a bit. Right, right, right. But, I mean, it's still, it's still going to be successful. They're still going to do very well at that location uh, yeah. for years to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's move on from White Castle and move on to our next piece, which is E-Key at Cromwell. In a world where Apple Pay allows you to no longer need to have a wallet on you at all times, it should come as no surprise that you can now open your hotel door with phone. Cromwell is the first property to offer this option. However, Caesars Entertainment promises all their properties in Vegas will eventually offer this amenity. Now, here's how it works. Those wishing to use eKey will receive a link to download the Cromwell app with an access code tied to their iOS device. Once the app downloads, launch it, touch the tap to unlock door button, enter your room number, and you will be able to open the door simply by placing your iOS device by the lock. While currently only the Cromwell app offers this feature, eventually all Caesars properties will offer the e-card through the Total Rewards app, so you won't need to download each property-specific app. That's uh, the e-key, right? E-key, sorry. E-key, e -key, yep. I was thinking they, they're now key cards, but yeah, you're right, it's e-key. Okay. In Just want to make sure I was clear on the terminology. Right, <laughs> or, or the things I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> right. In addition, the Total Rewards app will eventually give you the ability to check in and out as well as communicate with valet, housekeeping, in-room dining, and more. Uh, see, I love that last that that, that last piece with the valet. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be there in 10 minutes, so have my fucking car ready. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Now, the Total Rewards app is currently available for both Apple and Android devices. This is really... It, I, I, I'm used a while back the idea of I wish I only... You know, like, before cameras were really attached to them, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was like, I, I just wish I didn't have to carry all this shit around. Because before it was, you carried a camera with you, you carried your phone with you, your wallet, right. like all this shit when you would go on vacation. And it's just gone beyond anything that I could have imagined. And this is oh, yeah. just another cool thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is tremendous. I mean, obviously, we all knew that this sort of movement was coming, especially when you started learning about Apple Pay in the works a couple few years ago. And so, yeah, this is obviously the way that everything's going to be headed to. My wife and I were talking about maybe a week or so ago, we were talking about having the ability to pay, but also have an app that just stores all your receipts for you without having to like take a picture or scan it or have a uh, the uh, retailer or vendor to have the option hey would you like to send it would you like us to email you your receipt like without having to do any of that just right. have all of your receipts completely stored in, in a nice format and that so you cool. can go back and, and review however long i mean for for people that travel for work like we do yeah, yeah. um you know it's it, that would be just absolutely phenomenal but it's nice because i hate fucking paper receipts like i put them in my pocket they totally fucking fall out or i lose them or whatever it'd be nice just to have them without having to go through any additional steps to keep them you know well yeah, um, yeah. And that's the you great know, thing so, about Apple Pay, you know, is yeah. that it just, like, I don't accept any receipts now. Like, when you need it, I'm like, no, I already got it. It's right here. But yeah. I see what you're saying. It'd be nice if you could just get all It's just, it's it's amazing. I, I love technology. Yeah. They're going in good directions, I think. All right. Next up, Venetian residencies. We've got some info for you. After the success of the Tim McGraw-Faith Hill residencies, it was only a matter of time before Venetian announced their next mini-resident. This week, they did. Diana Ross, Janet Jackson... Lionel Richie and Ricky Martin have all signed on to do mini residencies in the property's Phantom Theater. And it's rumored that, like Tim and Faith, each artist has signed on for two years with the property. Now currently, only Diana's dates have been released with tickets on sale now. 
She'll be performing every Friday and Saturday during the first three weeks of April with a random Wednesday thrown in on the 15th. Her shows will start at 8 p.m. and tickets will start at 167. Now, I have to say, I cannot be the only one that thinks Diana Ross looks like someone straight out of a mental ward. <laughs> right? I haven't, I haven't actually seen what she looks like recently. She's got giant uh, frizzy hair and giant eyes. It's just, it's, I, I'm concerned for her well-being. Hold on a second. Hang on. <laughs> I got to look this up. Yeah, she looks a little wacky. <laughs> she looks a little bit like an African-American version of, like, um, Christopher Lloyd's Dr. Emmett Brown. <laughs> right, very much. Like, like you almost expect someone in her family to be by her, guiding her by her arm. You know, like yeah. Pointing yeah. out the things that are cool around here, but yet not letting her wander off. She's got a, she's got a nice work release program residency <laughs> going. Uh, no, I mean, obviously she's... Uh, insanely you know, talented, but... Yeah, she's a legend, but yeah. I mean... Uh, she's she's getting a little old. Uh, I don't know. I'm not saying that you can't be you, you can't still be a great performer when yeah. you get older. But I'm just saying I I, I don't know. I, I come from obviously I'm I'm a child of the 80s and 90s, so you know that's way before my time. Although I still appreciate what she did, you know, and during during her heyday, I guess you could say. But I don't know. Uh, I'm just not really too terribly familiar with her music. But she does. Uh, and going back to your Ultimately, your question, yes, she does look a little wacky. Yeah. I, I imagine she'll be quite stationary as she sings to you. <laughs> <laughs> and Janet Jackson, I saw many times in my youth, and she's a phenomenal performer. I, I mean, oh, I know she's a little bit older there, but I'm sure she she still has the ability with her, her and her personal trainer to, to move about quite well. Well, far more so than Diana Ross. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think Diana Ross's uh, stage is going to look a little bit like a stand-up comedian. You're going to have the chair with the <laughs> bottles of water all stacked up. And... Right. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they go over well. I'm sure they will. That's a pretty quality lineup there, man. It is. Well, it is. Yeah, some big names there. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Moving along to our next piece, which is the shutdown at Sugar Factory. Continuing the disappointing trend of ignoring the theme of your property you are a tenant of, Sugar Factory grew out from the Paris facade onto the strip like a cancer and consumed <laughs> a signature Paris fountain at the property. Then its popularity was so that it expanded the patio to service more people. Now we learn that, as we originally said, the Sugar Factory fad is continuing to fade away and in this case has closed at Paris. Now, to be fair, the restaurant, which has consistently been considered the best thing about the addition of the Sugar Factory at Paris, and the real reason why the patio was expanded isn't going anywhere. Its name has been adjusted to the Sugar Factory American Brassier, Brasserie, Bracer, I always fuck that up. Right, I don't Brassier. Brassier. But it is still open 24 hours a day. It However, looks like it looks like Brasserie. 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 Whatever the fuck. We yeah. didn't make up the language. Right. However, if you want a $25 couture lollipop, you cannot get it at Paris anymore. Fuck you. Right? Fuck you and your expensive lollipops. <laughs> suck on this, motherfucker. You can suck on this for free. Right. <laughs> and it doesn't go away. It stays hard. It, it will not reduce in size, no matter how much you suck it. <laughs> <laughs> in the candy store's place, after a $3.2 million renovation, will be Hex. Little is known about what Hex will be, except for two conflicting statements. Chef Matthew Silverman has said his goal is to create a, quote, new American restaurant. 
However, at Paris, why right. not? <laughs> However, it has also been described as quote American handcrafted chocolate. <laughs> Regardless, what hex will be is about as clear as when it will actually open, which is also unknown. I think they should open a magic trick shop in that location. <laughs> I think they already have one. Is the funny part? No, no, we, you need more. No, right? I'm not walking all the way over there. All right. Listen, people want to impress their friends with cool tricks. It's simple. <laughs> I know. I have a great desire to now go to the to the trick shop for the Six Vegas vacation. Everyone's like, "Fuck!" You know, I always look past those and I roll my eyes. But there's always a crowd in front of them, like you know, where they're demonstrating right. the tricks and everything like that. I'm always, this shit looks fucking amazing. And then, like, uh, I remember when when I was younger. I, I think I was probably like 12 or 13, and we were in Vegas, and we went to uh, Magic Masters at Caesar's Form Shops, and my buddy and I each bought like a trick, you know, and I bought a deck of cards and my friend bought this other trick where it was these little covers that go over your fingers. And when you press down on them, they they lit up and it was really impressive when the guy did it. But then when we had them, we were like, this is a huge fucking colossal waste (laughs) of time and money. Yeah. But see, that's the thing though. Like they suck you in because they've got perfectly executed tricks going on, uh, being demonstrated. And then when they pull you in the back after they take your money, you find out that it's all just a big pile of horseshit. Smoke mirrors. And so I, ultimately what I'm saying is they need to do one of those at Paris in this location. <laughs> because it's always intriguing, yes. even just mildly. All right. yes. That is all. The end Next up, social media defeats PR bullshit. Whether it's the morning news teasing you with what household item you use every day can kill you, that and more after this commercial break, or the hype machine teasing something relatively uneventful, PR people have annoyed the world at large for decades. And so Planet Hollywood's unimaginative crew continue mediocrity when they started advertising the fact that a crane was just set up outside the property and teased more details to come. The following day, the only detail that they gave was they are working on something for their rooftop pool area. Rather than be held hostage any longer by this bullshit, Vegas Chatter earned themselves a big hug from us as they took to their social media and challenged their followers to find out what's going on at Planet Hollywood, and they didn't disappoint. Within about five hours, it was discovered that Planet Hollywood is putting in a flow rider, which is a manufactured water attraction that you've no doubt seen at amusement parks or cruise ships. Water is projected at high speed across the curved surface, and when a rider stands on a surfboard, the friction created allows one to surf in a stationary space. While Planet Hollywood has yet to confirm that this is what it is, the CEO of Flowrider has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're doing that. Right. Yep, well done. It. I think it's a cool addition. I'm so glad Vegas Shatter did this because it was fucking stupid. I, like, we've teased things before, but we don't be like, and then on next week's we're going to tell you about. Like, listen, we, yeah. if we're like, hey, on this week's show, this is what I'm going to tell you. Oh, it's so fucking dumb. I'm so glad they did that. So yeah, that's pretty cool. It's like, no, 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 we're not gonna, we're not gonna sit idly on this one. Right. <laughs> we want to know right this fucking second, and they, you know, probably knew it wasn't gonna be a big deal in the first place because what, what could you possibly put up there that would be so earth moving? You know, that's right. They're gonna need some uh, demo first. <laughs> yeah, like there's, it's not any reason to really make a big deal out of it. So right. yeah, it's stupid. Yep. All right. Uh, next up, Binion's low rolling. Yeah. Friend of the show and frequent contributor to Vegas Shatter at Melts Vegas is reporting that Binion's is now offering $1, three, two, 
single deck blackjack as oh, part cool. of their throwback Thursday promotion. Fuck yeah, that sounds great. Right? And the game does allow you to split pairs. However, you can't double down after splitting. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. For I know. I think they've yeah. given us enough. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it is currently offered on up to four tables at the property as long as demand requires it. And so far, it has. If its popularity continues, the property is expected to dedicate up to another two tables. It's Fremont Street, man. How is somebody else not already done this? Good for them. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, obviously, single deck blackjack, those are the best fucking odds you're going to have right. playing any kind of blackjack. Like, you can play 21, single deck 21. That's the same kind of thing, obviously. But, yeah, yeah. you know, that's that sounds like a good time. You could sit down, not have to worry about blowing a ton of cash, and uh, have some... You know, reasonable odds in your favor. Absolutely. I, I, I recommend you making sure that you get a room down there because you should be absolutely destroyed while playing that that quite favorable odds at Binion's yeah. that I, I wouldn't dollar. recommend even <laughs> waiting to get a fucking cab. You should just party as hard as you can and then just go to sleep. Yeah, absolutely. And get some White Castle. Yeah, well, well, why not? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's, wow, that's really fucking cool. Yeah, what, a awesome. surpri- what a pleasant surprise Good that would be. Them. Yeah. All right. Next up, SLS continues to fail. Not much to our surprise. No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Many of us in new media claimed when Sahara closed that there was no way SLS was ever going to actually open. And when they did, we had to eat our words. However, it only took a few months to realize that our reasoning was still quite sound. No one wanted to go to Sierra for cheap gambling, let alone a douche destination. And so their (laughs) fall continues. Because simply changing the name of a place makes it better, Brian. SLS announced that Griddle Cafe is closing and will be replaced by the Northside Cafe. Griddle Cafe cut ties with the mistake on the strip in favor of expanding to other locations that actually have people that they can serve food to. (laughs) (laughs) SLS claims Northside Cafe will be open 24-7. However, pretty much the only thing SLS has claimed that's turned out to be accurate is that they would remodel and open. Expect to hear of an hours of operation reduction in the near future. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good, good, good on you. Yes. All right. And in our final news piece for this week, famous Vegas rocker has car stolen. Using the loosest version of the term famous, <laughs> fourth string vocalist for the 80s hair metal band Quiet Riot and Las Vegas resident Paul Shortino had his 2008 Cadillac CTS stolen this week. That's a that's a shame. Yeah. It happened while he and his wife were attending an event downtown to raise money for the Nevada Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. It's believed the RF signal from his key fob was duplicated by a professional car thief. Police believe the best-case scenario for the car, which had a trunk full of dog food intended for rescued dogs, uh, <laughs> is that it was stolen for a joyride. However, odds are its final destination is either a chop shop or shipped directly to Europe. The vehicle has still not been found, but does have the license plate Duke Fame, as well as a cleft note painted in the center of the back bumper. Paul is currently performing in Raiding the Rock Vault at Tropicana, and his puppy will be participating in the 2015 Puppy Bowl on Animal Planet. (laughs) It's funny, I feel kind of like a dick for mocking his fame status, considering how much I respect his philanthropic endeavors but yeah, yeah. Uh, especially being an animal lover yes, like yourself a huge animal um, lover and and, yeah. and and having his car stolen while doing something like that like on i'm sorry paul but you're not you're not famous <laughs> yeah yeah nah, if you're famous know. i'm not far from it and i'm not fucking famous <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, insurance will probably cover the losses on a 2008 Cadillac CTS at, you know, they'll probably get a check for seven or eight grand, you know. Right. I hope it all goes <laughs> towards dog food. <laughs> yeah. The dog food, yeah, that's a different story. It's organic or... That's my fucking... That, that's my retirement plan. Karen and I's retirement plan is just to rescue dogs. That's how much I love dogs. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. That's 100% our, our retirement plan is to rescue troubled dogs, rehabilitate them, and get them into proper home. That's cool. That's really yeah, cool. I, I love dogs. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to conclude the news segment. Uh, we do have prop bets for you. And for those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is the extension of the news with just some bits and pieces of information we'd like to share with you. First of this week being, once again... Conforming to the show in residency at the property, Palazzo has rethemed and renamed the space formerly known as the Zebra Lounge in support of their Rock of Ages resident to become the label in support of their new resident, Frank the Man, the music. Drinks are themed accordingly. I'm just jacking everything. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Mina's new restaurant, Bardot Brasserie. Brasserie? I always fuck that up. Br- Br- Brasier. Br- is it Brasier? I thought Brasier is the one that made it sound like it was a bra. No, that brasserie was, uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's open at Aria if you give a fuck. Yep, there, yep, there it is. Eat there. There it fucking is. It's French. Mm-hmm. Bellies is closing both their sidewalk cafe and tequila bar this weekend. No word what they have in mind to replace them with. Cosmopolitan is increasing its resort fee to $30 per night, which will be the uh, I don't fucking get Vegas. on my shit list, Cosmopolitan. Later that week, Hooters and TI increased theirs as well. And we will not report on any other properties increasing their resort fees unless something about it is actually interesting. We will not speak of it on the show again. Okay. As promised, Rock and Rio has forged a partnership with the Las Vegas Monorail and has begun selling passes for their event in Vegas in May. I'm excited for them because I think that Monorail does have... A, a, as soon as they started offering like two-for-ones on the My Vegas thing, mm-hmm. Karen and I have used it relatively frequently, especially because one of the benefits, especially when it comes to G2E, is that I would like to stay at properties I've never been at, but the problem is, is I've stayed at everything that's close to Venetian. Mm-hmm. So now it affords me the the opportunity to stay at another property and not have to hike fucking an hour to get to the Venetian every fucking yeah. day. So yeah, that's pretty good. cool. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for them. Still, yeah, still want absolutely. that to make itself to expand down to Fremont. I think that's kind of a pipe dream, but regardless, good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Perhaps further signaling the coming of the NHL to Las Vegas minor league hockey team, the Las Vegas Wranglers, the ones that tried to get a temporary stadium built on the pool deck of the plaza downtown, are no more. They will not play in the 2015-2016 season, although they do hope to find a new home in another market. In How's This Gonna Work news, uh, New Orleans has made it illegal to smoke in bars and casinos within the city limits. Considering most of the bars and eateries are open or have open air seating, and those on the second floor have balconies, expect cigarette butts to rain down upon Bourbon Street. <laughs> when, <laughs> and, when you consider that fucking idiots throw beads down, why not, yeah, why not chuck yeah. a butt? And that'll be about in, in the next three months whenever the law goes into effect. There you go. You know what? I get it. I'm, I'm a former smoker, so I think it's kind of shitty when the more they pull away, specifically businesses. If businesses want to cater to that, but ultimately, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I understand. I mean, I'm the same. I'm obviously the same. I'm a former two-pack-a-day smoker myself, so I, I definitely understand. Yep. And our last prop bet. The eternal struggle between ownership and unions continue as workers from the Trump Taj Mahal protested the benefit cuts that new owner Carl Icahn claims are essential to keep the casino open. Icahn also referred to the health insurance plan the union wants to keep in place a lucrative racket for (laughs) union bosses. 
You know what? When I originally wrote the story, I, I wanted fired. I wanted to absolutely destroy unions. You know how, how fucking stupid they are. If this guy didn't buy this place, they, they wouldn't have jobs at all. So you're gonna bitch about this yeah. shit. But the more I learn about Carl Icahn, the more I hate that fucking piece of shit. Like he's literally that guy that goes in there, gets something, guts it, splits it up, sells it, makes his profit, and leaves in in absolute disarray. So. While I am not a fan of a lot of shitty unions, I, I get I get their original point, but most of them now are just pompous fucking pricks. Fuck yourself, Carl Icahn. I hate that prick. He kind of sounds like Richard Gere's character from Pretty Woman. He buys Actually, companies Jesus and Christ, them Brian, that's a really good, really good analogy. That's exactly what Carl Icahn does. He uses yep. his money to go in there and buy things. He splits things up and sells them, so he makes a huge profit. And then he leaves. He doesn't give a fuck about it, it, what's good or bad for the company. Wow, that's a great analogy. Carl that's Icahn, sort of you are Richard Gere. From Pretty Woman. From Pretty Woman. His character, not literally Richard Gere, but... Right. We, we can't speak to the real Richard Gere. No, I'm sure he's a nice man. Gentleman. Yes. All right, well, that's going to do it for um, News and Prop Bets. Why don't we move on to Blame Vegas? Time for Playing Vegas, the portion of our show where we share with you upcoming performances and entertainment opportunities occurring within the next week in Vegas. Monday through Sunday this week, Richard Voss and Vanessa Hollinghead are performing at the Brad Garrett Comedy Club. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at 54 bucks. She sounds like a Bond girl. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. That's, that's, a, that's a good point. Yeah. Wednesday, Jack White is performing at Brooklyn Bowl in the Link Promenade. Show's going to start at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $64. On Friday, Cannibal Corpse and Behemoth are at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. That show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at $38. Saturday is a busy one, starting off with Seether and Papa Roach. They're going to be at the Joint at Hard Rock. Show's going to start at 6. Tickets start at 40 Badfish, a sublime tribute band, is at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Show's going to start at 9 p.m. Tickets start at 33. Dancing with the Stars Live is at the Venetian. Show's going to start at 10 p.m. Tickets start at 160. And Smashing Alice is performing at Vinyl at Hard Rock. Show starts at 11. Admission is free. And we save the best for last. Saturday and Sunday, Kenny Wayne Shepherd Band is at the Orleans where acts go to die. <laughs> Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at $30. That's going to wrap up playing Vegas. Why don't we move on to Vegas deals? Yeah, we don't have any. Why don't we move on to coming attractions? <laughs> That's going to do it for playing Vegas. Let's move on to coming attractions instead. All right. Much like playing Vegas coming attractions, our entertainment opportunities outside of the normal residencies, only these will be a little bit further down the line in the future. For this week, we share with you Imagine Dragons, who will be performing at Vinyl at Hard Rock on Friday, February 23rd, to help promote their new album, Smoke and Mares, releasing on February 17th. This is part of a series of shows brought to you by Southwest Airlines. Tickets will be available via giveaway starting February 3rd. Just check out the link on our blog for more details or check out DestinationDragons.com. And while we're linking to the site directly, we want to thank Vital Vegas for bringing it to our attention. Absolutely. 
Lastly, we have Bob Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band. They're going to be performing at Mandalay Bay Saturday, February 21st. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $87. They better be drinking a lot of Coors Light. I wonder if they aren't sponsored by them, right? That'd be pretty cool. It would be cool. <laughs> it's a very refreshing beer. Turn the page. Yeah. All right. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists who report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right. That's going to do it for coming attractions. Let's move on to the river. All right, for the river this week, we do have some listener feedback. Uh, let's see, we've got two, I believe we have one email or two emails? We have two, both from Inga, following up on last week's conversation. I'll start with oh, the first one. Sounds good. All right, she writes, Hi Mark, long time, no right to. I note that the last time I was in Vegas was the first and only time I did not freeze in casinos. I, say, I knew I was in the wrong. I was totally comfortable everywhere in October. Since I normally go in winter, I could never figure out why it was warmer outside than inside, and it was really difficult to dress for inside and outside. Maybe they're coming to their senses energy-wise. Yeah, see, you weren't on last week's show. I, I, I've mentioned that I now believe my, my sport coat attire will now also include a beanie because I'm loving I'm warm. <laughs> I'm finally warm again. Although yeah. some have been concerned that I will be spotted as a future criminal. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of that. That look may be a little suspect. Yeah. Well, especially if I uh, reach into my uh, my suit jacket pocket because I'm cold, throw on a beanie. <laughs> You're like, this guy about to rob this place? <laughs> <laughs> some people are looking at you from a distance like out of the corner of their eye. Right. <laughs> I, I just look at the pit boss. It's fucking cold. All right. This, this, this motherfucker's up to something. That's right. You see the head? It's ball. He just shit's, goes. Shit's about to go down. I better right? get the fuck it's out of here. real. <laughs> <laughs> she also went on to write, Defending the caveman is definitely worth seeing. Perfect observations about the differences between men and women. I quote it regularly. Menopause the musical is fun for women of that age or approaching that age. I enjoyed it. Thanks for the podcast, Inga. And I continued to have a conversation with her uh, offline, and she replied with yet another thing that all of this ties into last week's show about Rita Rudner. Brian, why don't you read that? Sure. She wrote, Mark, we did a meet and greet with Rita Rudner before the show. Have you seen her show? She takes one woman and one man's name from people she met since they are sitting in front. For the woman that night, she chose me. So she would throw my name in for her bits. Well, Inga would understand that. See, I, it's so interesting. Like, if you think of Rita Rudner, I, I, I find I don't I don't find her interesting. However, very similar to if you've been to Monte Carlo and stayed there, if you're in the elevators, they do a lot of Bloomerang Group commercials. The commercials mm -hmm. are really funny, and I think Rita Rudner is very similar to that. Like, if you just think of her, uh, just you know, like oh, Rita Rudner's performing at Harris. Like, who gives a shit? And you mm -hmm. get in the air, uh, the the elevator and you see some of her bits you're like she could be really funny so it's mm -hmm. i'm i'm interested don't know if i'll be able to to talk the wife into it but there you go thanks so much it's great to hear from inga it's been quite some time so yeah it's well i don't know i remember hearing from her a couple of years ago when yeah. we first started the show she, she's pretty awesome one of our uh, early listeners yep very cool very very cool all right well that's going to do it for episode 158 uh, we thank you all for listening and downloading and Hanging out with us, we really appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories that we referenced on this week's show, you can find those links on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. As a reminder, 360 Vegas Vacation 2 is going to be June 18th and 19th of this year. For details about the planned itinerary, check out the 360 Vegas Vacation 2 tab on the blog. Don't regret not going. Regret what you did while you were there. I'm very <laughs> proud of that line. The, that's, yeah, that's very, that's very catchy. I like that. <laughs> 
Uh, if you'd like to send any feedback or send us an email or just say hi, you can email us at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, my God. I want all of you to just email us hi. Just say hi. That would be great. <laughs> I'd love to just give you the tally count. <laughs> I personally guarantee a response. Fair I enough. don't have access yeah. to that email, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I personally guarantee that I will make Mark reply to you. <laughs> I absolutely 100% guarantee that Mark will follow up with something. <laughs> It may be an empty email, but it will be something. It could be a little emoticon uh, flipping you off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes, good, better, and different. We will read all iTunes reviews on the show and Mark's all over social media, so we're not going to go into that. You yeah. know where to find them. We can find links to those on the blog also. And that's it. That is it. Super Bowl. Enjoy it, sir. Absolutely. You do the same. All right. We'll see you next week. I don't think I told you this, and I, I'm not going to announce it on the show. We have uh, one of Loki's nieces is pregnant. Oh, cool! So, so you got uh, you're going to be get, receiving that puppy when yes when they uh, okay cool yeah, one so of, one from should... from the litter then yes absolutely. So uh, uh, we, we get to stay within Loki's bloodline, and it, it will be the beginning of a lifetime filled with 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 dogs, uh, never to be left in the lonely state we're currently in. <laughs> <laughs> So well, that's but, fantastic, man. But Good the for reason, you guys. The reason that came to mind is we're looking at cars. We're planning on having at least two burners. And as it was, you know, Karen had that SUV. It fit Loke, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. And the idea of getting two of those guys, like, we're, we're going to need something significant Oh, so you're, Okay, so you're going to be getting two puppies then. Well, no, no, no. We're, we're going to get this one, okay. train him up. Once he turns about two, we're going to start looking again because, we, well, like I said, if we, as long as we can, we want to stay in the bloodline. Okay. Um, so we hope by the – by the time he turns about three, that mm-hmm. he'll have a, a, a little brother that he can help us to to train. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we're we're that's awesome. Super excited. We've been we've been trying for, well, we haven't been trying. I've been fucking the dogs, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we taking up a new hobby, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm breeding dogs, Brian. I'm breeding them. <laughs> I wonder what a dog like a a, a Bernice Mountain dog and you. Would look like horrific, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Something from the hills have eyes. I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't want it, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I man, I really should have aborted that. Motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking this entire idea was horrible from the jump, <laughs> you know, in the moment it seemed okay, right? <laughs> in retrospect, not real sure.